Welcome to another episode of the Proud Rev podcast, and I'm your host, Dada Veda Pragyananda. And this is a podcast series which looks at issues in the news from the perspective of PROUD, which is the acronym of the Progressive Utilization Theory. So today, um, I've selected, based on the news, I've selected a topic which I think is really important, but I think that people don't really um, give it a a first place um, rating or first place ranking that it deserves. And this is the question of world government. So I say world government is needed as soon as possible. And why I say that is that we're out now, as I record this, we're in the midst of this uh, war in in Ukraine with the Russian invasion of it, and even the threat that it could go um, you know, to even to nuclear um, proportions. So it's really a serious matter. Now, there is a backstory, of course, of this event. And some people on the left especially say that the, the, the fault is because the West, uh, meaning NATO and the United States, didn't treat Russia properly after the fall of the communism in 1990 and that they put the Soviet Union or the former Soviet Union in such a place that now they're striking back, they're afraid of NATO expansion, things like this. So this is the, the narrative that, that comes from there. And then, of course, there are other people that say, well, even if there was NATO didn't expand, maybe Putin would still want these former territories or, or parts of Europe, which used to be part of the Russian Empire. So we don't know. And also, it's really not that useful to um, look, go over the past and fight over the past. And we have to worry about the future, the present and the future. And what the danger is in the present is I think that um, people who have grown up, you know, in the last 30 years or so, don't understand the fear that those of us who are older, we grew up in the time of the Cold War, we felt that nuclear annihilation was a possibility. And, and it was. In fact, in 1962, there was one um, Soviet naval officer who prevented the use of nuclear weapons and possibly the destruction of the, of the world at that time. So we, 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 we escaped that on a... Um, on a hairbreadth decision, you know, just so it could have gone either way. So this is the situation. And also there's something which I'd like to um, point out. There's a, um, an organization of, of concerned atomic scientists, or concerned scientists, and they publish a, a bulletin, and they have a doomsday clock. And their doomsday clock is still a few minutes away from midnight. So that's the world is still, even though we don't think about it, all the weapons of the Cold War are still in place and still targeted, and any accident could set it off. So, so this is the situation that we're in. So the question comes not, um, you know, what was done wrong, you know, in the lead-up to the crisis in Ukraine, but what could we do to prevent war in the future? Because this has been a an ongoing theme of human history of war and suffering, war and suffering, war and suffering. Is there a way out of this uh, 
seemingly endless um, tragedy that humanity is faced with. So I want to turn to something which P.R. Sarkar, this is the founder of the progressive utilization theory, the thinker who formulated that. And of course, the progressive utilization theory has a lot to do with um, how we could reorganize economics and society. But it also addresses something which um, is considered to be an idealistic topic, and it's the question of world government. Can we have a world government? And in the past, it was um, thought about, and, and some attempts were made after the carnage of, of World War I, the League of Nations was created, and that, it was hoped that that would um, prevent future wars. But we, we know the history, those who study the history know that uh, World War I was soon followed by World War II. And then after World War II, the United Nations was, was founded, and, and with also the hopes of preventing another world war. But you see, the United Nations is, and even League of Nations are both the flawed institutions because the, the main powers, the, the strong powers, set it up, and they set it up on rules that benefited them. And that's why recently there was a, in the Security Council of the United Nations, there was a resolution that would have condemned Russia uh, for its invasion of Ukraine. But, but the, the, um, Russia has a, a veto power over anything. So it's completely helpless. And the reason why both the League of Nations and the United Nations failed was they were helpless uh, to overrule the sovereignty of the individual nations. So the individual nations were, were the sovereign powers and the, the League of Nations or the United Nations could only um, give some advice. And, and of course, they did have sometimes sanctions and, and they, had, uh, they could raise a force, but, but then they would have to fight against the established forces of, of the nation states. So it, it was a recipe for failure. And now the United Nations is helpless uh, and cannot address a problem like we have in Ukraine and in Russia. So what is the way out? The way out is that sooner or later, and I say sooner, especially when we consider the atomic menace that's hang, still hanging over our head, sooner or later and sooner, we have to have a real world government. So in his book, Problems of the Day and in subsequent writings, P.R. Sarkar said, no, we can't say as we are with, uh, with anarchy in the world. There has to be the movement, um, stage-wise movement to an effective world government which would have, have the power to address these problems. And so that's why he proposed a world government which would, um, he, he gave a suggestion that it could have two chambers and one chamber would be for um, each nation, state would have a certain, like our, like the Senate in the United States, each state has the same amount of representation. And then another chamber based on population. So these are the two um, chambers and they would, they would formulate legislation. And, and he said that in one stage, this body, this world body would only um, enact the legislation, but in a future stage, they would enforce the legislation. 
And he also said that this world body would have its own military force, a world peace force, and that the individual nations would, would gradually, they would give up their, their armaments. And think about that, you know, today, um, billions of dollars are squandered on, on weapons, weapons of mass destruction, weapons of any kind of destruction, but they're squandered and, and duplicated and wasted and, and while real human needs are not met. So, so this is kind of a, a utopian vision of that there'll be a, a world um, body, and, and this world body, the re, one of the main, there are two main um, things which I think that this idea of a world body addresses. One is that if there's, today, you, you see, look at today's situation. If any minority is facing a problem within its own, within some particular country, Nobody can really say anything about that. The country says, this is our internal affair, and that minority will be crushed. But in a future system um, where a world body would have the final say, then no minority could be uh, snuffed out with impunity. So this is the, the, the first benefit. And the second benefit is that the wasteful expenditure on armaments would be stopped and the danger of mutual destruction, of mutual annihilation would be lifted. So this is what, what we need in this world today. Now, what is the obstacle? You know, the interesting thing about what is the obstacle of this, there's some obstacles. There are people, of course, especially on the American right, they, they say, oh, this, you know, they have this danger the, of the, um, the world government run by the uh, Illuminati and all kinds of this kind of conspiracy kind of fear that they create in the minds of people. But really, that's just a minor sideshow. The real problem with establishing a global government is the reluctance of local leaders this is what Sarkar says, and I think if you look at it, I think it's true. The reluctance of local leaders to give up their authority. So, you know, someone says, I'm the president, and I'm the this, I'm the that. But in a world system, then their, their role will be diminished. So this is the main um, obstacle. And um, what is the solution for this? Um, Sarkar says that the day is going to come when, when people, the good people all around the world will be working for this. And he, he says to these people, actually, he says, don't get involved in politics, but just get involved in, in service and doing constructive service to humanity. He, he calls them even missionaries. And these, these people will... Um, will to demand um, the institution of world government. And then he said that any country which opposes this, the people will rise up and demand it. And so it could even take the form of a, of a revolution. If, if the, the, the churning mass, the churning population of people finally will get so fed up that they will establish this world government. So that's what he sees. So maybe it's a you know, pie in the sky, I don't know. I hope it comes really soon, because we need it. And um, 
on this regard, you know, I think that even amongst um, uh, progressive people, you know, there's a reluctance to to tackle this issue because I, I know for for example, we a group of us um, were asked to contribute to one um, periodical one. Um, publication about climate change, and, and we gave the Prout model. And one of the Prout models is, is this idea of world government. They didn't want that in their um, text. Well, okay, they don't want it, but they may need it. Especially if you look at climate change, we, that's another issue where a world a body would be able to enforce the things that we need to do to prevent climate disaster. So it's really high time, it's needed, People should think about it. People should talk about it. People should demand it. But the day is going to come when um, a, there is a world body and all the, the peoples of the, the earth will have protection and, and also they will be free from the, the curse of, of you know, destructive war. War will sometimes exist. You know, there, may be, there may be little things that will happen, but not, not to the scale scale that we're seeing today. Today we have anarchy, and just like if you had a city with no rules, no anything, no you had anarchy, you would have problem. But when you have some law enforcement or some kind of um, system, then those problems, they're not eliminated, but they're minimized, and that's what we want to do. So people of the world and everybody, we have to work for that, I think. So you may say that I'm crazy for saying this, but we, we need an effective world body as soon as possible. So this is um, my personal opinion, and but it's based on the progressive utilization theory. And regarding that, if you want to know more about Prout, there are several avenues for you. Especially, um, um, we have two websites, proutalliance.org and Prout. Info. So these are the two main websites that I can point you to. And if you want to know more about, um, in a nutshell, the specific um, ideas of Prout, I recently wrote a book, and you can look it for it in the major bookstores or, or you know, online places. That is, it's called Prout Explained. Prout Explained. So you just look it up and you'll find it and by, by Dada, and the last name's Hard, Veda, Pragyananda. But anyway, just do Prout Explained and you will get it. And that book um, outlines a little bit of what I spoke about today about the world government and um, the rest of the socioeconomic proposals of Prout. And then it will also point you to the more writings. There are more writings um, about Prout, both by other people and also by P.R. Sarkar himself. So this is what I wanted to say. And it's really, as we see now, it's an urgent issue that we don't know the war in the Ukraine, we don't know what's going to happen. If, if, if a mistake will set off a wider war, and even if a mistake doesn't set off a wider war, it's a tragedy, you know, that, that people are suffering as they are. And we, it's our, our duty to see that this doesn't happen in the future. So that's what I wanted to say, and thank you for listening, and wherever you are, subscribe to the podcast, um, give it a thumbs up or whatever you can. And if you have any questions, um, send us an email, info at proutalliance.org. That will get you to us, and um, we'll address your questions. So thanks so much, and we'll be back with more um, commentary 
and more discussion about matters which are really important for us today. Thank you.